Hello and welcome to the Basketball Champions League Coast to Coast podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein, flying it solo again this week as Igor Jerkovic is on family leave, if you will, from the show. Uh, happy to have you on. Uh, thanks for finding us and uh, appreciate your uh, taking in the show. This week's show includes an interview with Hayden Dalton from Erna Nimbrook. Uh, I had a chance to talk to him and a little bit about his volleyball upbringing, uh, love for country music, uh, and uh, of course, all things Bakken Bears need to be talked about. Uh, so we talk a little bit about his time with Bakken Bears, among other things. Uh, that's our interview of the week that's coming up in a little bit. Not too much to talk about this week. There was the naming of the host uh, that uh, for the final eight. So May 5th to 9th, Nizhny Novgorod will be hosting the uh, the, the eight teams uh, that at the Culture and Entertainment Complex Nagorani Air, uh, Arena. Uh, take a uh, had a take had a look back. Sorry about that. Had a look back, and uh, to see what Nizhny's home record is over their three seasons in the BCL, and it uh, it is fifteen and eight. Uh, but uh, actually, it's been they've been quite dominant there in the last two years. Uh, Eleven and three record, and four and two record uh, this season at the uh, at home. Uh, so they will be the host team. The draw actually will take place uh, really only a couple of hours uh, at the time of the recording. Uh, so by the time you get this podcast, uh, most likely you will already know what the draw is. We'll talk about the draw next week. Uh, but uh, still, um, uh, just wanted to get a podcast out uh, before. And uh, uh, on the website... Champions League.basketball, there's a lot of content there. Uh, I, I wrote a story about Ega Demir, uh, the young talent for Tolfas Berza. Uh, Deacon Lloyd Smith uh, looked at the coach of the season. Uh, breakdown of candidates there. So Zoran Lukic, uh, Chus Federetta, uh, Stefanos, uh, Stefanos Deras, and uh, Lassie Tuavi uh, from Sig Strasburg, Halon. Of um, uh, Tenerife and uh, Nizhny Novgorod, uh, those were the four guys that he really looked into. Uh, if you're looking into what you, if you want to know a little bit more about Nizhny Novgorod, uh, that's the sixth largest city in in, in Russia. Uh, we did talk to Zoran Lukic on the show. That was episode 20, and that was on February 26th. So if you want to go back and uh, listen to the archives and check out what he had to say. Uh, he's a fan of the city, so it's uh, uh, so you're gonna hear, uh, hear some good things about him. Uh, the the there was also news that the MVP of the playoffs was Casey Shepard from Nizhny Novgorod. Lots of uh, Nizhny Novgorod news. Joining him on the All BCL playoffs team were C.J. Harrison of Halone, Bonzi Colson from Six Strasbourg. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Yasil Rivero from Reda San Pablo Burgos and Georgia Shermandini from Lenovo Shermandini. Uh, so there's your your all 
BCL playoffs team. Uh, you can also go to the website, go to the uh, social media platforms and, and vote on the the play, top players of the league. Uh, guards are out there, forward centers will be coming up. Uh, so that's, I guess that's a breakdown of, of uh, the news that's uh, out there, the content that's on the site. Uh, let's uh, let's get you right into the interview. This is, uh, again, like I said, with Hayden Dalton from Era Nimburg. Uh, enjoy this, and we'll catch you on the other side. All right. So on the show this week, we have Hayden Dalton from Era Nimburg. Uh, Hayden, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for, appreciate you guys having me. Um, I guess first off, congratulations on on uh, reaching the Basketball Champions League Final 8 again. Uh, we know you will be heading to Russia, um, but we don't yeah. yet know against whom you'll be playing. Um, I guess just uh, in general thoughts about um, about uh, going back. Well, we'll we'll, we'll touch uh, we'll touch base with last season's um, uh, final eight, but maybe just your thoughts about going back to the final eight, which was obviously um, the, the 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 first you know real goal uh, uh, of the season. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah we're uh, it's second year in a row, and it's second year here on the team, and. Um, uh, so I was happy to sign back this year. Um, and then, you know, just with everything that happened and everything getting shut down last year, it was just kind of a really interesting way to start the season with the final eight. Um, and we, uh, we had a little bit of a different team than we have now for that final eight at the beginning of the year. And, uh, so we're, uh, looking to, uh, definitely, definitely win that f- first game, you know, and then, and then see what we can do after there. Um, because we uh, fell short to Ike there in the first final eight, but uh, yeah, we're uh, we're uh, going to be ready to hopefully everybody back from injury. We got a couple injuries, small injuries here and there, so um, yeah, we're we're excited to uh, to be back in the final eight again, definitely. Since you brought it up, we'll, I'll bring it in now. Um, at the final eight in in October, you know you. You had a different team, a couple of different players, uh, also a couple of important players not there. Um, and, and you mentioned it was against Ike. And Ike, you know, they had, they had already had and also brought in uh, guys with so much experience and, and, and also of knowing how to deal with unusual situations or adverse conditions and, you know, just had been through so much in the game uh, in big moments. How, in, yeah. the end, in the end, how much do you think that helped them beating you guys? Yeah, like you said, they just had so many um, experienced guys and guys who have been in uh, a lot of high-level competitions. And uh, with that experience comes that um, you know uh, they just they just knew how to get it done when the time uh, when time came. You know, we we played we played them pretty hard, and uh, we were still a new, fresh team getting you know everybody together. But they uh, they have those experienced guys in Langford and. Uh, I can't think of the other Jesus guys. Jesus was there, but, and Rice was actually there for the final eight yeah, as well. Yeah, Tyrese Rice. Yeah, yeah sure. so they, yeah, they were they were a very good team, tough team. So I think that was good for us to, as a team, to play them early on and kind of see what it what it takes, you know, just on for us younger guys starting off our professional careers and you know seeing what it takes to to play at the highest high, some of the highest levels and um, yeah. From that team last season, obviously Bochek's gone, uh, Hankins is gone, Booker's gone. Uh, you know, incoming have been 
uh, Obasohan, uh, Omar Pruitt, Plaza has been uh, having some fantastic games of late. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, Jarek Harding and, and Zimmerman. Um, yeah. Where do you think this team is stronger or weaker compared to last year's group? You said stronger or weaker? Yeah. And weaker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, how, how do you how, how would you think they compare? Um, I, I would just first off start by saying uh, it would have been amazing. I, you know, we all wish. Uh, I feel bad for those guys who aren't on the team this year who they they didn't get the opportunity to finish the season. You know, with us, um, which stinks. But uh, I think last year we we're uh, stronger in terms of uh, I would say maybe just like our offensive rebounding. We do we were a very good offensive rebounding team this year, but I think last year everybody did that well. And it was like one of our main, you know, staples that uh, that carried us uh, in the in the tough games. Um, and we also had, had some veteran guys who we don't have this year as well, um, who helped us out in those clutch uh, situations and different things like that. Um, this year, I think uh, we just have like we had we had a lot of weapons last year, but this year we have so many different guys who can score at any at any given moment, um, which is, is is I think we're a very tough matchup team in terms of who, 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 and what do you want to take away? Because we have so many shooters inside and out game. And when we're moving the ball, I think we're, we're a pretty hard team to guard. So looking at the regular season and playoffs, one thing that kind of stands out is that you guys were always, you know, able to pull out the win in close games, I guess probably maybe except for, for the Tofas game, but that game was a little bit different because they were fighting for their lives and, and you were, you know, you know, you, I mean, that was the main, the main difference. Where do you think that ability to, to perform in the clutch comes from? Uh, I would just say our, our chemistry as a team. Uh, we, we, first of all, in practice and just off the court as well, we, enjoy each other uh everybody gets along and we we have fun we joke around we laugh from the coaches to the to the weight coach to you know the gm and and whoever else on the team uh everybody is you know always laughing and messing around and so so we have we have great chemistry and i think that that stems to it translates to on the court and just us fighting together as a team um and i think when we do get a big close win like that and we come back or um have a really clutch win i think it just builds that chemistry even stronger um and we've had a couple of those wins this year which is has been great for us yeah you mentioned comeback clutch win and uh, close win uh all three uh the, the the only game i really want to talk about was the cesare game obviously you know harding was hitting the threes to to, to get you guys closer and, and you know it was still i think a four-point game and a minute left and, and then obviously you hit the the the, the, the jumper with whatever, whatever it was uh one and a half seconds left um uh, I, you know, that's probably one of the craziest sequences you've had in your in your career so far, no? Yeah, definitely. I I think all of us after that game, I mean, I was just sitting there after the game going, just thinking to myself, like, how, how did we even win that game, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we were, like you said, we were down for, I think even with a minute 17 or a minute 14, we might have been down seven, and we hit a couple of clutch threes, and then, you know, gave me that opportunity to hit that the game winner, but I mean, yeah, I just, <laughs> I still look back now thinking that was just, yeah, and it, it crazy. Everything went went our way there in the end, which, uh, you know, just speaks again to our, our team, and we never we never stopped fighting. So uh, that was a 
really fun game for sure. Um, I, I'm not allowed, I'm not, uh, I'm not able to watch, uh, all the games, um, as they play, as they play out live and, and I, I watch them on demand and I knew the result and I didn't know how you guys were going to win the game. Um, after that uh, game, you guys were, you know, really celebrating. How much did that mean for you guys to win that game? Because obviously, yeah. you know, Cesari was was, uh, you know, okay, they had troubles in the in the in the playoffs, but uh, you know, this was a team that many thought could, you know, could, you know, give give a, a run at the title as well. So how much how important? Because uh, you saw, you guys were really really excited after after getting that win. Yeah, um, yeah, that was awesome celebrating after that with everybody. But I think yeah, that just added to the to that win was like you said, just the that we needed to win it, and that was a huge win for us. I think that just kind of boosted us into that into the you know the rest of the the group stage and um i think it could have been a different story uh it, it would have been a, a lot a lot harder for us to, to mm-hmm. make it out of the group if we wouldn't have won that game so i think that game kind of gave us that boost like i said to to keep going and uh you know end up winning the group but yeah that was a huge game for us we usually uh uh, I like to ask the uh, our interview partners, you know, sort of their basketball background, how they started the game, and, and uh, you know, you were actually much more of a volleyball player. Uh, sisters yeah. playing a lot of volleyball, um, and I guess we'll get to your basketball beginnings in, in a minute. But maybe how good of a basketball, uh, how good of a volleyball player were you? Um, I mean, I, I was I was pretty good. I took it very serious. Our family is more of a volleyball family, and our cousins as well. Um, are all you know big into volleyball so i i took that a lot more serious than uh than basketball when i was younger i took uh i played club uh volleyball all the way up until i was 15 you know and so um yeah my 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 older sister is still still mad at me to this day for not playing uh not not playing volleyball because she thought i was uh really good at volleyball uh and uh, back in high school, I wasn't the best at basketball, so she, she thought I should still play volleyball. Yeah, you're you're from Parker, Colorado, which is located just outside Denver. Obviously, the the Nuggets, um, you know, just being there uh, must have been a thing. Let's call it. Um, you know, uh, obviously, there's also mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos of the NFL, uh, baseball, also the the. <laughs> Rockies. The Rockies. Yeah. I'm a big baseball yeah. fan. I couldn't come up with the name. Um, maybe. Yeah. How, how how did basketball then come to you? Um, I mean, I always loved uh, going to the Nuggets games. Uh, I went a lot with my family and cousins, and uh, we had, we knew some people that would give us some free tickets every once in a while. So there's nothing like some some free tickets to NBA game, you know. Uh, but uh, at that point, when I was young, I, I wasn't ever a kid that was like, oh, I want to be a professional basketball player or play in the NBA. I just enjoyed all different types of sports, but, uh, I, I really started to grow. I hit my growth spurt late in high school and then I started, uh, to take basketball more seriously and got better and better and just kind of just fell in love with the game. And, uh, it was just different. It was just different from volleyball. So I, I don't know. I just really started to, I don't know if there's one thing I could say that, uh, that really changed me to want to pursue basketball, but uh, it just happened to to go that way. So yeah. Um, Derek White of the San Antonio Spurs is also from Parker. He went to Legend, which is yep. uh, right there as well. Josh, uh, Josh Adams uh, went went to your high school as well. 
um, you know, we like to ask a, we like to ask our, our, the, the, our, our, the players and, you know, about basketball, where they're from. How would you rate basketball in Denver? Um, I think it's gotten better and better, uh, over, over the last 10, 15 years. There's a lot of Denver has been a, a big, uh, city that a ton of people have moved to. So it's growing. So with more people, the, the better uh, level that basketball has become. And I think with just guys like Josh and you said uh, Derek White as well, um, kids from that area, seeing that, uh, you know, guys from where we're from making it to the highest level um, is is awesome to see. But we're, we, you know, uh, get back together in the summers and we're, we're starting to have some a, a lot of professional guys and we have some good, good uh, open runs and we didn't used to have that. Uh, in Colorado, so it's nice to see that uh, Denver basketball is getting is getting better. Yeah, uh, you didn't really start playing hoops uh, seriously, I guess, until I guess sophomore. I think that uh, uh, yeah. sophomore junior, um, and you ended up going to Central Wyoming College uh, Community College, and then went to Wyoming. Uh, and I saw that mm-hmm. uh, both Matt Wise and Alan Edwards. Uh, on that uh, on that staff there uh, with the Cowboys had connections to volleyball. Um, do you think their understanding of the volleyball and maybe the skill sets that you had as a volleyball player maybe helped in your development? Um, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, I I just learned to to jump from volleyball. Uh, I'm a two foot jumper, so that, I mean, uh, I guess that translates over uh, a little bit. But uh, just the uh, – I don't, I don't know if there was, like, a direct connection or anything that I could point out. Maybe they could if you were to ask them. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if there's a direct connection. But, yeah, we, we all enjoyed the sport of volleyball for sure, and they're, they're big into it as well, their family. So. I, I know that, um, uh, for example, you know, you look at uh, Steve Nash and he played soccer um, and that kind of helped him as a as a as a point guard. Uh, you played mm-hmm. setter uh, uh, as your position in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in volleyball, which is kind of the playmaker. You know, do you do you think that that has given you an advantage uh, in some regard uh, on the basketball court? Uh, yeah, I think so. As a, as a setter, you always have to just communicate to your team and uh make sure that everybody's kind of on the same page so that's kind of something that i've always taken over is trying to communicate the best i can to to all my teammates on and off the court um so so that's one thing uh definitely for sure uh just being aware of your teammates and uh yeah always finding everybody when they're open so not many people might know the university of uh of uh, wyoming basketball uh but you guys have actually produced uh, quite a few excellent players. You, Josh Adams, uh, Larry Nance uh, with the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers, Justin James. Uh, and then we also have another guy, the final eight with uh, Ahmad Mbai. Um I know it's, it's hard to describe a program in, in just uh, a couple of words or whatever, but how would you describe Wyoming Cowboys basketball? Uh, I think it's I think it's a place, I would just say, for, for a lot of underdogs, uh, people who uh, weren't the highest recruits out of high school, uh, and it's just a great place to come play high level basketball is what I would say. Just a, a good place for underdogs to go and then be, have a great opportunity to further their career. And then after college, you landed with the Bucking Bears there in Denmark. Uh, we here at the at the BCL have uh, been huge fans of of that 
that club. Um, maybe, you know, what was your favorite part uh, about playing there? And obviously they had the incredible run uh, in that uh, unbelievably difficult group uh, in the regular season. How much are you able to keep up with uh, what they're doing? Yeah, I, it was it was awesome to see them do uh, really well this year to make it into the champ qualify uh, into the Champions League. They're usually a qualifier team, and then to do so well, um, I was watching uh, every game that I could, and I, I was cheering for them for sure. So it was really cool to see them, uh, and they came so close to making it into the second group stage. So, um, but I would just say, uh, yeah, I, I was thankful to land there my first year. It was a great, great first year and learning. Uh, it's a very like family oriented program, I would say there or club. Everybody is kind of uh, just yeah family oriented, and they 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 really take care of you there. So um, I'm thankful to have landed there my first year. And then uh, uh, before last season, you went to Nimburg. Um, one of the, one of the things that we kind of uh, noticed on last year's Nimburg team is it's kind of opposite of, of what a lot of Europeans do is. You know, they brought in young Americans. You you were a second-year player. Zach Hankins and, and, and Deshaun Booker were both professional rookies. Um, and then teamed them up with, with all those veteran domestic guys. Um, yeah. you know, what, what did you think about that dynamic? I mean, we don't, you don't quite have the same, you know, you, you know, you quote only have, of uh, you know, Jarek, uh, Harding, who's the professional rookie on this year's team. But what did you think about that dynamic of, of having young Americans who are usually, you know, let's say on a, on a championship level team, you know, in the, in the Czech league or, you know, a, a team with, mm-hmm. with pretty high aspirations in an international competition, like the, the basketball champions, you usually it's the Americans that they really rely on where here last season, at least you, you know, you had these young guys yeah um i think that was the the coach and the club's plan uh coach uh oren uh i think he had had some uh i think he just kind of wanted to try that out and so they went for it with the younger guys and play a faster pace that we play and get up and down and be able to rebound and he kind of was just told us that i think the first time i talked to him on the phone before i signed there you know two summers ago he was he was saying that to me uh, just up front saying we have, we want to sign these younger guys to pair you with the old veterans like you said and we all understood that coming in and um we had great chemistry last year too where we just uh learned from the veterans and really you know uh learned learned from them and and they they showed us what what it means to be professionals and i think that just worked out really well with our young legs running and their you know uh veteran minds and so it 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 just really yeah came together well uh we like to have our fans uh, followers uh of the league uh, give them a chance to ask uh, our players coaches whatnot questions uh from instagram we have a couple of questions uh, i'm going to try this one keolana eco aloha uh what advice would you give to college players coming overseas um the first thing I would say is just uh, professional sport or, you know, being overseas, it's it's different than college. You, you have to, you don't have a people looking after you, tutors and coaches always getting on. It's, it's, it's on you to, to be on time. It's on you to, uh, you know, perform and, and show up and, and, and do your job. You know, it's, it becomes a job, but I would say don't, don't let it become a seem like a job, you know, enjoy it have fun and, and, uh, yeah. And just know you're going to be over here for a little while away from family and friends. And so just be mentally prepared for that. 
Uh, John underscore Polson wants to know, do you play any video games? Uh, yeah, yeah, I play uh, some video games. I, uh, I play uh, Call of Duty a lot and uh, with some of my teammates. Um, Zimmerman, Steven Zimmerman, he, uh, he uh, carries me for sure. So he, I'm not the best, but he's, he's a lot better than me. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, ball is so hard. <laughs> Wants to know, how do you feel? How does it feel to be the most lethal shooter in the VCL? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's my teammate. Sure. Every now and yeah. again, we have, a, we have a teammate hijack our questions. It's so much fun. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, appreciate the love, uh, Rhett. But uh, it's always good to... Uh, when your when your shots are falling and knocking them down for sure. <laughs> uh, so, so, thanks to everybody for the, for the questions. Um, your your range seems to be more and more extended now with each, with each season. Um, where does the green light turn to red uh, for you? And and is there a limit f- uh, from coach? Um, I think uh, I don't know if coach likes it the most when I when I take some of those deep threes. But if they go in, you know. Uh, there's nothing anybody could say, I guess, but, uh, um, I don't really think about it in the game too much. I just kind of, if I'm open and feeling it, I, I just, uh, you know, set my feet and shoot. So, um, I don't know if I would say there's a, a, a limit, obviously there's a limit to the range or whatever, like you were saying, but, uh, I just, I just shoot it. <laughs> so, um, you mentioned the long threes, uh, a poster dunk or a 30 foot three. What's better? Uh, poster dunk or a 30 foot three. That's, 30 foot three. uh, I would <laughs> say a poster dunk probably feels better, <laughs> but they both are, they both feel pretty good for sure. Who's the player you look up to in Europe, in European basketball? In European basketball. Um, uh, I mean, I, I like to watch, uh, Mirotic. Uh, he's, he's amazing. And he's had a really good le- year last year coming in back over to Europe. Uh, he's an amazing player at, and same at my position. So I definitely enjoy watching him and learning from him. Actually, this came up, I uh, just, uh, remembered, uh, saw a picture that you had on Instagram with, uh, Magic Johnson. Um, that must have been a a, a pretty uh, unreal experience for you. What what was that like? What what were the what was the setting on that? Probably a a, um, a, a, a draft, uh, um, whatever. Yeah. Um, but maybe just what was that like for you? Yeah, that was just like a pre-draft workout um, with the Lakers, and um, it was cool just to uh, be there where you know the Lakers practice, and then be able to meet him. Yeah, that, that was awesome. He was a really nice guy, and. Uh, very friendly, uh, which is kind of unexpected from from me. So it, it was very cool to meet him. It's a great experience in life. Yeah, you have a lot of brothers and sisters. Uh, maybe how how tough has this season been for you? Uh, you know, because of the lockdown. You know, and just not being able to 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 see them at all and whatnot. How, how, what's this uh, been like for you as a, as really a family guy? Uh, yeah, it's it's been really hard because. Uh, my parents were planning on coming out last year at the end of the season and that got canceled and then they wanted to reschedule and come this year, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen either. Um, so th- thank God for technology and face time <laughs> and all that, you know, um, that helps out a lot. Uh, so I talk to them every, you know, almost every day. 
But uh, yeah, it's been it's just been an extra long season not being able to go home for Christmas or have anybody come out for Christmas or anything. I think that's kind of weighing on all of us here towards the end of the season. But um, you know, we're going to do our best to finish the season strong, and then we're we're excited to be home for the summer for sure. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned uh, family, and you also mentioned your sister was 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 uh, kind of mad at you for not playing volleyball. Um, is there any? Is there any? Has there ever been any thoughts of maybe playing bas- uh, Maybe playing volleyball? I mean, you look at a guy like Chase Budinger, you know, played yeah. NBA, played Euroleague, and then retired uh, from basketball to play to play volleyball. Uh, and, and, yeah, there, and there are some pretty beach, big volleyball. Yeah, yeah beach volleyball. Is there, and there's some pretty big clubs yeah. here. Uh, in in volleyball, uh, was that was that ever a, a consideration? Uh, um, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I'm never much of a guy that has too much of a, a plan, or I just kind of uh, go go with life. And right now, I'm enjoying basketballs. But you know, if there was an opportunity and something happened, and uh, you know, I would I would definitely be open to that opportunity. Uh, but uh, I still always try and play volleyball in the summer when I can outdoors on the beach or grass, you know. Uh, so I think I think that'll probably be enough for me to get my get my volleyball uh, craving in, you know. Yeah. So. Well, with all the sister, all the family there, that's that's. Uh, yeah. We're so very I, so. so you're a big country music fan. Um, I, I imagine that's probably a little bit tougher be, uh, being a country music fan over here in Europe. Yeah, yeah. There's not uh <laughs> there's not much uh, country music. No, no concerts really over. Some some country uh, artists will wander over to Europe, but not too many. Um, but yeah, I always try to go to some country concerts when I'm when I'm home in the summer. I suppose you could probably get to a a pretty pretty decent size, maybe even a stadium size artist in the states at a probably a smaller club here in Europe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably just because not as many people over here listen to listen to that genre of music at all. So it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's very lucrative for them to come over and do that. Yeah. All right, back back to basketball to finish. Uh, we're waiting now for the draw, and then you'll you'll know the road that you guys have. How hungry are you guys after uh, for the for this uh, for this final eight after really not being able to finish the job with the team you guys had last season? Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're just so excited everybody um we're yeah we're, we'll be excited to see who we draw um i think it's good that we finished first place definitely uh and um we're gonna be ready to go when when it's time to go you know uh we're gonna we're gonna go for it i think you know we're gonna focus on each game obviously but i think we definitely have a chance to to make it all the way and and you know uh, see what happens so um uh, i couldn't be more excited personally and i know the team feels the same Last one for you. Complete this sentence. Aaron and Nimberg will win the 2021 Basketball Champions League title because? Uh, because of our, just the depth in our team and also the chemistry, like I said before, never given up, I would say. All right, fantastic. Uh, Hayden Dalton, thanks for taking some time. I know you guys are really looking forward to the draw just as much or probably even more than we are. Uh, so uh, uh, good luck uh, with that one, and uh, and hopefully everybody gets healthy and stays healthy. And uh, good luck yeah, in, in Nizhny Novgorod. Yeah, thank you so much for, for your time and uh, all good questions. I appreciate it. Okay, yeah, uh, mentioned um, – Chase Bunning, uh, Bunninger and and not that we want to uh, see Hayden uh, leave the game uh, because he's been uh, he's been a lot of fun uh, these past two seasons. 
in the BCL and, uh, you know, just has really blossomed and taken a, a major step forward uh, from last season. Last season was already, uh, you know, fantastic uh, performer there for, for, for Nimburg. Uh, and yeah, you know, I mean, they're, they're there again at the final eight and, and, you know, they ran into a team in Ike that, you know, was really, really tailored to that whole, uh, situation, you know, you had guys that uh, had had seen and done basically almost everything. Okay, they they hadn't been through a pandemic, but uh, that was probably one of the very few things they hadn't seen. Guys like Zizis and Rice and and whatnot. And uh, you know, the Nimburg they did have a number of games in the Czech league to kind of try to get into their rhythm, but uh, they just had too many different changes and just were not able to overcome Ike. Uh, who would, you know, they were hosting it, no fans, but still, you know, they were at least uh, um, uh, accustomed to their surroundings and, and whatnot. So uh, had fun talking to uh, Hayden Dalton. Thanks to uh, all of the people who submitted questions. Always appreciate that. So next week's show, uh, we'll have a couple uh, interviews. Uh, we're going to try uh, to get uh, somebody from each of the t- uh, six remaining teams on the podcast before the uh, before the final eight starts. Um, that's the plan. Uh, next week, we'll definitely uh, jump into uh, the the matchups and uh, and figure out uh, who you know who we think might be uh, might be able to to hoist the trophy on May 9th. So that's that's the show this week. Uh, thanks for for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, the handle is at basketballcl. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can also please subscribe to the podcast on your podcast catchers. All of the content is available on championsleague.basketball. There's the mobile app. Uh, follow the BCL through FIBA on Twitch. There, if you want to get in contact with uh, anyone, uh, the Champions League, the email address is info at championsleague.basketball. And of course, all the games are live and on demand on livebasketball.tv. So with that, uh, we will call it a show and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.